I'm Walter Cronkite. I'd like you to hear something. They're radio ham, amateur, giving of their own time and spending their own money. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Your volunteer-run station. They're just two average guys who saw the need and volunteer. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Good evening. Hyvä ilta. Extra, extra, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, but I know that circumstances may prevent that from being the case. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's super informative community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, and then tipping south across the Salish Sea. And our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Head Movies show page there contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, plus a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. And you can also find that podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geo7, and Stitcher, or those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your talking head for the next two hours, so wait until after the show before you start thinking about where your children are. You should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory top story in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, do like some publishers do and come up with a headline first and build something around that. Please note that this is yet again another pre-recorded show made in the office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in. CITR remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100Dare, on Instagram, I am Myopic Man. So it's part three of our annual Oscar profile this week. As we do every year in the lead-up to the Academy Awards, we listen to the nominated songs and scores over the weeks leading up to it. On Sunday, April 25th, 93rd Academy Awards will be handed out. Over the past two weeks, we heard selections from nominated scores from the films Minari and The Five Bloods, along with nominated songs from Judas and the Black Messiah, plus One Night in Miami. This week, it's James Newton Howard's nominated score from News of the World, along with a nominated song from the film The Trial of the Chicago 7. And then we'll also hear one of the songs off the Oscar shortlist from the film The Sound of Metal. In the weeks leading up before the Oscars are handing out, we'll hear selections from the nominated scores to Mank, and then a second profile on the Pixar film Soul, along with songs from the films The Life Ahead and Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. So then three weeks from now, I'll try to stitch together the winners in a timely fashion that's going to be chaotic. News of the World ties into how we started the show. The band is called World News, and we heard their latest single. So imagine Descent and ending together, and the name is Descendending. World news of the Toronto duo of Tyler Cooksley and Bill Cutbill, along with the original version of the song, with its pleas for calmness amongst this pandemic's calamity. The remix is by Paolo Sinski, 
Know Itself, Ri Ri, and Sages, along with a live version from a concert last February before all venues shut down. As news in our actual world goes, well, Canada cleared a sad milestone this past week with over 1 million COVID-19 cases. BC is smack dab in the middle of a third wave now as we're now seeing over a thousand new cases each day as we entered a circuit breaker last week with restaurants closed for indoor dining again along with gym classes and indoor religious services which I know has made some people upset since Easter was this past weekend Passover was last week and the colorful Hindi festival Holi happened around that time Things are bad enough that the local hockey team has I don't know how many players now under coronavirus watch with uh, various games canceled. And there's rumors as I record that half the team has the infectious Brazilian P1 variant. So the Canucks are off for at least this week. Vancouver and the Lower Mainland has been hit hard by the variants as vaccinations are at least also trending upwards too. But we have the benefit of the doubt now that our vulnerable elderly population should be safer as deaths are currently lower. So it's now just a matter of time seeing how bad this current spike is and maybe we should target vaccinating the people most likely to spread this. For the background, this is Tonto's expanding headband. This song is called Bittersweet and it's a bonus track off a 1996 compilation, Tonto Rides Again. And the song also appears on a 2018 compilation called Last Transmissions from the Off-World Territories. Tonto's expanding headband was a groundbreaking act featuring producer Robert Morguleff, musician Malcolm Cecil, and their large synthesizer Tonto, otherwise known as the original new timbral orchestra. Tonto was the first and still the largest combined synth controller, allowing people to connect Moogs to Overheims, Arps, Surges, Rollins, and so forth, and a massive curved wooden cabinetry with multiple keyboards and oh, so many patch ports. Tonto was used on various early 1970s Stevie Wonder albums, starting from 1972's Music on My Mind to 1974's Fulfillingness's first finale, along with making appearances with the Isley Brothers, the Doobie Brothers, Randy Newman, and Quincy Jones, just to name but a few. The synth also appeared, both in camera and on the soundtrack to the 1974 cult film Phantom of the Paradise, which we profiled here on Exploding Head Movies episode 169, back in June 2013. Tonto has moved around a fair bit, including some time with Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo fame, though it has been based at the National Music Center in Calgary since 2013, where it has been restored and visitors can play with it. Malcolm Cecil has had a long history tied to music before Tonto, playing jazz in the 50s before picking up the blues and moving from England to South Africa to the United States to pick up synths. Cecil died on March 28th this year after a long, unspecified illness, and he was... 84 years old. Let's hear more of Tonto's expanding headband without me blathering over top. And from the 1971 debut Zero Time, this is the opening track, which led to folks like Stevie Wonder to track the band down in person and ask how on earth they made this music. This will be Cybernaut. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, or perhaps Expanding Head Movies, or Exploding Headbands. Take your pick.
Rubber Rodeo. Off their self-titled 1982 EP, the song we heard was She Had to Go. Rubber Rodeo were one of those bands that took new wave approaches that I love, which is to add an unexpected genre like country music to the mix. So you have a wild new romantic meets Texas twang fusion. Rubber Rodeo were based out of Boston. They put out various EPs and two albums before breaking up, as very few listeners got into their cowboy pop approach. Two of Rubber Rodeo's members, Bob Holmes and Gary Leib, ended up exploring another odd angle to Western music with their ambient country group Sus. And behind me, this is Sus with Mojave, off one of their three albums, 2019's High Line. Leib was also a cartoonist and animator, working with yet another Rubber Rodeo alumnus, Doug Allen on the comic book series Idiotland, and then some of his animation appeared in films like American Splendor and Happiness. Gary Leib died of a heart attack back on March 19th this year, and he was 65 years old. Now, I was going to talk about this sport last week, but that episode, like many others, was crammed to the gills with stuff. So I finally get to talk some baseball with you as the Major League season started last Thursday. Many iconic players have passed away over the past year or so, including Dick Allen, Derek O'Quah, Lou Brock, Tony Fernandez, Whitey Ford, Bob Gibson, Al Kaline, Don Larson, Joe Morgan, Phil Negro, Tom Seaver, Tommy Lasorda, and perhaps the best of all, Hammerin' Hank Aaron. Aaron was a consistent power hitter who broke Babe Ruth's home run record under major racist duress back in 1974, and he was a stoic man who played for over 20 years, and he became an ambassador for the sport that he loved. Hank Aaron passed away from natural causes in his sleep on January 22nd this year, two weeks shy of his 87th birthday. I was expecting to find a lot of songs about Hank Aaron, but in the end I only found one, and it's tangential at least lyrically. Smoke was a fascinating band from Atlanta that put out a couple albums before writer-singer Benjamin died. From 1994's Heaven on a Popsicle Stick, here's Smoke with Hank Aaron. Yeah, 
take them back Deny them, deny Canto, watching baseball, sitting in the sun, eating popcorn, reading Ezra Pound, <laughs> and wishing one Marischal would hit a hole right through the Anglo-Saxon tradition in the first canto, and demolish the barbarian invaders from Los Angeles. When the San Francisco Giants take the field and everybody stands up to the national anthem with some Irish tenor's voice piped over the loudspeakers with all the players struck dead in their places and the white umpires like Irish cops in their black suits and little black caps pressed over their hearts standing straight and still like at some funeral of a Blarney bartender. And all facing east as if expecting some great white hope or the Founding Fathers to appear on the horizon. But Willie Mays appears instead, in the bottom of the first, and a roar goes up as he clouts the first one into the sun and takes off like a footrunner from Thebes. The ball is lost in the sun, and maidens wail after him, but he keeps running through the Anglo-Saxon epic. And Tito Fuentes comes up, looking like a bullfighter in his tight pants and small pointed shoes and the right field bleachers go mad with Chicanos and blacks and Brooklyn beer drinkers sweet Tito sweet Tito sock it to him sweet Tito (laughs) and sweet Tito puts his foot in the bucket and smacks one that don't come back at all and flees around the bases like he's escaping from the United Fruit Company (laughs) as the gringo dollar beats out the pound
Live from the Poetry Center of Chicago back in 2003, we heard Lawrence Ferlinghetti and his baseball canto. Ferlinghetti was a beat poet, painter, and co-founder of San Francisco's iconic City Lights booksellers and publishers. Upon his death this past February 22nd at the age of 101, we noted earlier that he was the anchor of the 1950s poetry scene for not only his works, like his 1958 collection A Coney Island of the Mind, but for allowing folks like Jack Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg to be heard and read. And yes, we had two baseball-related songs there since the 2021 Major League Baseball season started last week. As we saw in 2020, it had a shortened 60-game season with multiple games postponed and expanded playoffs to mostly empty stadia as the former Brooklyn Dodgers, now based in Los Angeles, won the World Series. Already this year, one series was canceled in light of COVID-19, and Toronto was set to play in their spring training setup in Dunedin, Florida for the first few series, at least until the U.S.-Canada border reopens, which totally feels a long ways away unless our vaccination rate goes up to match what the Americans are doing, and then yes, our infection rate has to go down. Locally, our Vancouver Canadians announced that they'll start their season as a full-season single-A team in Hillsborough, Oregon in May. And yes, our C's have a longer season now, so instead of starting in late June and going to early September, they start in May, and they play many more games. I'm not sure yet when we'll see them back at Nat Bailey, but I can wait if it means that our vaccine story improves. But yet again, summer will feel strange without hot dogs and beer outside with thousands in the evening sun, with crows overhead, and then sports in a ballpark that we can watch. In the background, this is Nick Schofield, and this year's album, Glass Gallery, I speak over Ambient Architect. Then we'll head over to Nashville with the Styrofoam Winos. It's the core trio of Lou Turner, Trevor Nickrent, and Joe Kenkel, and they have ample connections in that music capital. And their self-titled debut this year taps into their collective collaborators, along with some improvisation and instrumental rotation. From that self-titled album, here are the Styrofoam Winos with a tribute to our visible color spectrum, Roy G. Biv. And that's how you remember, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Science. Grocery store 
from Montreal, we heard Le Couleur. Off last year's Concord album, we heard Comme Fin de Mont, Like a World's End. Le Couleur is the trio of Laurence Giraudoux, Patrick Gosselin, and Stephen Chouinard. They've been together since 2010, and their three albums over that time have shown growth as their indie pop sound has incorporated a bit of a disco swirl. And behind me, this is Harold Budd, Bill Nelson, and Fila Brasilia, collaborating together on the 2002 album Three White Roses and a Bud. This is The Airless Time. Bud passed away last December from complications from COVID-19, and on Exploding Him Movies episode 535 from that month, we went into depth on that composer's ambient film score work, and that was the sixth of our all-ambient series during this pandemic. We did our seventh last month in honor of International Women's Day, and once Oscar season's over, we'll dip into that well of solace soon enough. Over to Toronto now with Danny Nash, a key part of that city's queer music scene. After performing behind artists like July Talk, Sarah Harmer, and Andy Schaff, primarily on the drum kit, Nash put out her solo debut earlier this year through the Victory Pool label. Off her self-titled album, here's Danny Nash with Lady Lover. Just the kind of thing you thought I would do I took my 
Point Horse. Off their new album, Modern Love, we heard, I want to make promises that I can't keep. Whitehorse is the husband and wife duo of Luke Doucette and Melissa McClelland, who have put their solo careers on hold since their 2011 self-titled debut. And their folkier sounds individually has expanded, as evidence just now. And when they do live shows, back when it was a Canadian thing aside from outdoor socially distanced events, they relied a lot of live loops for percussion and other elements. In the background, this is Howard Gibbons and Craig Padilla. This is Prana, found on the Spotted Peccaries Free Ambient Electronic Sampler number 34, which came out earlier in 2021. Let's listen to some Louise Burns here. And this month marks the 10th anniversary of her solo debut, Mellow Drama. She was a live guest on Exploding Head Movies back in 2017. If you want to dig up that wild, convoluted show, look up Exploding Head Movies 360 from April 2017. Louise Byrne's latest album is 2019's Portraits, which led into a remix album appropriately called Silhouettes from last year. And she's in the studio based on social media. So hopefully something exciting is due soon for our ears. From Silhouettes, here's Louise Burns with a dub version of Just Walk Away.
you are sick and have contracted COVID-19, the BC Centre for Disease Control recommends staying home from work, school, and away from other public places. If you must go out, avoid using any kind of public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. Monitor your symptoms carefully. If your symptoms get worse, call your healthcare provider immediately. Get plenty of rest. Stay hydrated. If you have a medical appointment, call the healthcare provider ahead of time and tell them that you have or may have COVID-19. For medical emergencies, call 911 and notify the dispatch personnel that you have or may have COVID-19. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, or clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. As much as possible, stay in a specific room and away from other people in your home. Also, you should use a separate bathroom if available. If you need to be around other people in or outside of the home, always wear a face mask. Avoid sharing personal items with other people in your household, like dishes, towels, and bedding. Make sure all personal items are cleaned with general cleaning products after use. Clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters, tabletops, and doorknobs. Use household cleaning sprays or wipes according to the label instructions. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. Listening in 
Lucy Dacus, with a long-standing live fan favorite, finally recorded the single this year, but still holding on to its devastating tale. We heard thumbs. Dacus asked her audience not to record this song at all, just to make sure that people didn't leak how it eventually would sound. Dacus grew up in the suburbs of Richmond, Virginia, in a Christian household. There was a queer she balances her faith along with herself. Her most recent album is 2018's Historian, but she put it on an EP tied to the holidays back in 2019, and you can hear her as a guest on her friend Julian Baker's new album, Little Oblivions, which is out, which I have a song to share in an episode very soon. And behind me, this is Cecil Wary from the 1977 production music library album called World News. This is the title track. And we'll worm our way slowly to our profile on the Oscar-nominated score to News of the World. But I do want to put some more experimental music in your ear first. Before we get into one nominated song, one that missed the cut, and then the score. Kristen Roos is a Vancouver-based artist, and we're not weaving glitchy-looking tapestries. He makes experimental music either for live performance or sound installations. Roos recently acquired a copy of Laurie Spiegel's Music Mouse program, for the Commodore Amiga. And upon playing with its mid-80s interface for MIDI, he started collecting various other early sequencing software that featured easy ways of making music, which is in stark contrast to a lot of current software I see now. 
Based on experimenting with that software, Roos recently released Volume 1 of what's called Universal Synthesizer Interface through the local label Hotem Sound, and it features this throwback sound, but it still sounds fresh for 2021. And yes, there is talk of a Volume 2 later this year. This will be Christian Roos with Interactive Phrase.
Tuletar. And that was the title track to their new EP, Veten Vuoro, which translates from Finn as Turn of the Tide. Tuletar, T-U-U-L-E-T-A-R. That's the Finnish mythological goddess of the wind. And this act is a quartet of beatboxing folk singers. And you may have heard their song Alku in the HBO series Game of Thrones, if not live, at a music festival when shows like that were possible. And the Helsinki label Bafes Factory reached out to me to tap into some of their new approaches to traditional music, not just tied to the Finnish majority, but the Sami minority up in Lapland. And Tulatar sounds pretty cool. And if you want to say cool in Finn, it's Sisti. In the background, this is Colin Fisher. Of this year's Reflections of the Invisible World, I speak over zero experience. Fisher is a Toronto-based guitarist who's been a part of the experimental improvisational scene for over 20 years, and Reflections of the Invisible World was produced and mastered by Jeremy Greenspan of Junior Boys fame. And I really want to know if there's any more boys material due soon. And there was a weird tweet earlier today indicating something is up, or at least something's happening in Hamilton. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note, as always, this is subject to change, since the release schedule for films during this pandemic means everything is in flux. Although it seems like with the Americans having more vaccinations, theaters are opening up a bit more. But at the very least, some of these may be already out or due later. I'll leave it to you to find out. As new releases go... Kevin Matley's score from Concrete Cowboys out through Lakeshore Records, and then Richard Breakspear's music from Held is out through Movie Score Media. The Last Shift is scored by Mark Orton, that's out through Bag Production, and Robert Jeffrey Hughes, along with Chris Hurst, provide the music to Nemesis, and that's out this week. Ariel Marks's music from Shiva Babies out through Lakeshore Records, Benjamin Kwasi Burrell's music from Shortcut will be coming out through Alabianca, LOW Entertainment is putting out the soundtrack to Slalom. And they'll be out through Mille et Une Production. And the video game Terratopia is scored by Ariel Contreras Esquivel. And they'll be out through Materia Collective. On the re-release front, the latest from Toho Music this week is Kunio Miyauchi's score from All Monsters Attack. Jeff Dana's score from the old TV movie Babies kept coming out through Citadel Records. Frank Skinner's score from Black Angels coming out again through Disc City Music. And there's a vinyl edition of Brooke Blair and Will Blair's score from Blood on Her Name coming out through Death Waltz Recording. There's a limited edition of 500 CDs of Dennis McCarthy's music from Die, Mommy, Die, and that's coming out through Dragon's Domain Records. And that label is also putting out John Peel's score to Killer Party, again on a limited edition of 500 CDs. Nick Lenny Smith, John Van Tongeren, and Hans Zimmer provided the score to Drop Zone, and there's an expanded, limited edition of 1,500 CDs coming out through Quartet Records. Otherwise, there's a combined release of Elmer Bernstein and Henry Mancini's music from Midas Run, The House, and The Night Visitor coming out through Citadel Records, and they're also re-releasing Clint Mansell's score from Sunny. Otherwise, Veressa Saraband Club is putting out deluxe editions of these soundtracks this week. Babe, Looney Tunes back in action, the Stand, and that's the 1990s TV miniseries version. U.S. Marshals, Wild Wild West, and Sequest DSV. Those are your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Before we get into the third Oscar-nominated song for the upcoming 93rd Academy Awards, 
Let's listen to one song that made the short list of 15 but didn't make the final cut. And this will be from the 2019 film Sound of Metal, directed by Darius Martyr and written by Darius along with Abraham Martyr. It stars Riz Ahmed as a heavy metal drummer who starts to lose his hearing, and it made its world premiere at the 2019 Toronto International Film Festival and hit North America's streaming in theaters last November. Sound of Metal is up for six Oscars this year, including Best Picture, Best Actor for Ahmed, Best Supporting Actor for Paul Ratchie, Best Original Screenplay, Best Film Editing, and the new Best Sound category, which combines mixing and editing together. Abraham Martyr provided the music to the film, and it features a mix of metal and then the muddled loss of hearing. And I'm pleased that such a song, which sounds like Bon Iver even further underwater, got close to being one of the nominated Best Original Songs for this year's Oscars. I think it could have made the final hump if the voters embraced more wilder sounds. Anyway, here's Abraham Martyr with the song Green. We'll then follow up with an actual nominated song from the film The Trial of the Chicago 7. Down the mountain 
to this city that holds my country heart. I'm only seeing green. You can chase me. I'm only seeing green. Am I 
Celeste, with the Oscar-nominated song Hear My Voice, from the soundtrack to the film The Trial of the Chicago 7. And behind me, this is her co-writer, Daniel Pemberton, with his cue The Trial, from the score to the film. Celeste is a British singer-songwriter whose debut album Not Your Moves came out earlier this year. And in the past, she's worked with acts like Michael Kiwanuka and Avacy, and this is her first Oscar nomination. As for Daniel Pemberton, he's a British composer, this is also his first Oscar nomination after working on film and TV music since 2003. We've profiled his music in the past, and that includes the 2015 film Steve Jobs, which we profiled in Exploding Him Movies episode 319, and then the film The Man from Uncle from Exploding Him Movies 374 from 2017. Back to the trial of the Chicago 7, it's directed and written by Aaron Sorkin. It's a historical legal drama based on the real Chicago 7 a group of Vietnam vet protesters were charged with conspiracy with the intention of inciting riots around the 1968 Democratic National Convention. It stars Sasha Baron Cohen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Michael Keaton, Frank Langella, Eddie Redmayne, and Mark Rylance amongst a spate of stars. And The Trial of Chicago 7 is up for six Oscars this year. So along with Best Original Song by Celeste and Pemberton, it's up for Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor for Sasha Baron Cohen. We're going to hear a wild song next week featuring him. And then Best Original Screenplay, Best Cinematography, and Best Film Editing. Time now for our third Oscar-nominated score. Since over the past two weeks, we looked at Minari and The Five Bloods. And this week, it's the 2020 film News of the World. Directed by Paul Greengrass and written by Greengrass along with Luke Davies. And it's based on Paulette Giles' 2016 novel, starring Tom Hanks and Helena Zengel, about a Civil War veteran who returns a young German girl taken in by the Kiowa Nation of the Great Plains to her last remaining family members, despite her reluctance. James Newton Howard provides the score to News of the World. He's an American composer who's worked on over 100 films. He also played with acts like Ringo Starr, Carly Simon, Elton John, Neil Diamond, Toto, and Shaka Khan, just to name but a few. He has his own music separate from film that I should have dug up for this episode, but I'll do that for another show. This is James Newton Howard's ninth Oscar nomination. He was nominated for prior scores like The Prince of Tides, The Fugitive, My Best Friend's Wedding, and The Village, and the ones that we've profiled before, and it's been a while. He did the score to Michael Clayton, which we profiled back in Radio Free Gack episode 5. That's from February 2008. He also did the Oscar-nominated score to Defiance, which we profiled in Radio Free Gak episode 54 from February 2009. James Newton Howard's also been nominated for songs like Look What Love Has Done from the film Junior, and then For the First Time from One Fine Day. He has not won an Oscar before. He does have one Emmy for his theme to the TV show Gideon's Crossing. For News of the World, director Greengrass asked Howard to come up with a broken score for a broken country, because after the Civil War, the United States was rebuilding itself, along with expanding out west, so the idea of a broken consort came up, with musicians playing ideally versus literally. So, imagine just salvaging what instruments you had, and still trying to play them. 
Howard opted for older instrumentation to help that concept out. So with less resonant instruments like the cello d'amore and the viola de gambas, along with gut string violins, drones came forth with a fragile sound. And you can also hear some more folky instruments like the mandolin, the banjo, along with some Celtic influence. And there's still a little bit of the Western cliche of twangy guitars and Native American vocals. Hank's character gets a gospel piano theme that builds up slowly as the two people get to know each other. So yes, there'll be some electronics, some fiddles, some bass harmonicas, just adding to the rough-hewn texture. From his Oscar-nominated score to News of the World, here is James Newton Howard, and we begin with The Road to Dallas.
From his Oscar-nominated score to News of the World, we heard James Newton Howard first with The Road to Dallas, before the long-form cue Dime Mountain, then things got rather spooky there with Erath County, and in the background, this is Johanna Returns Home. Unusual for most composers, Howard went with director Paul Greengrass and actor Tom Hanks on site to New Mexico to get a sense of the location they're going to film in. This was done before the pandemic, and if you recall, Hanks was one of the first famous people to get COVID-19. All the recording of the 70-piece orchestra we heard was done in the same way that all work is done right now, virtually over Zoom, as the masked musicians, save for the brass and woodwinds, played in London as Howard conducted or at least coordinated things in Los Angeles, since no North American studios were available last summer. Howard does love his westerns. He's done films in the past like Wyatt Earp and Hildago, so he has a bit of a comfort to the approach. But Howard said that it took three months to make the music based on figuring out the delicate tone that Greengrass had aimed for. And in the end, I think he got it. The parallels between post-Civil War reconstruction during that time in the 1860s, after Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, along with 2021, are rife as the battle meant more rights for black Americans with a divided country attempting to heal itself. As well, there was a meningitis epidemic that was rampant. So don't consider COVID-19 unique in human history when it comes to diseases. News of the World is up for four Oscars this year. So along with Best Original Score, it's up for Best Cinematography, Best Production Design, and Best Sound. You can also hear James Newton Howard in films this year like Raya and the Last Dragon, and then the upcoming Jungle Cruise film adaptation of the Disney Amusement Park ride. He's also set to return to do the third film in the Fantastic Beasts series. That's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of the Jazz Show of Gavin Walker, and he will guide you until midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Easter Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You can see track listings and downloads for this episode along with past ones, along with some places to subscribe to the Exploding Head Movies podcast, which is available through Apple Music, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100air, and on Instagram, I am myopic man, but you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com next monday will be part four of our annual oscar profile with the nominees for best original songs and score and this time it'll be trent Reznor and atticus ross for one of their nominations and we're going to listen to something from mank and then we'll hear a nominated song from eurovision song contest the story of fire saga then two weeks from now we will hear from Reznor and ross again and they'll be joined by john Baptiste as we do another profile on the pixar film soul since we did it back in January in Exploding Head Movies episode 539. We'll also hear a nominated song from the movie The Life Ahead. We're going to close with Youssef Latif, the late jazz multi-instrumentalist who introduced Eastern elements into jazz. And we'll listen to a little something off his 1960 album, The Three Faces of Youssef Latif. He's on the tenor sax here, and joining him are Hugh Lawson on piano and Celeste, Herman Wright on bass, and Lex Humphreys on drums and timpani. Elsewhere on the album, you hear Ron Carter playing cello, and Latif also plays some oboe and flute. Here's Yusef Latif. With something some of us are familiar with during this pandemic, this song will be Quarantine. 
You have been listening to Exploding Heavy Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. And let's help bring down this third wave.
extra time for you here so since there still is a repeat of the jazz show let's get at least some jazz you haven't heard before at least maybe not on this show let's listen to some elvin jones here we'll go off of his 1965 album dear john c elvin jones is on the drums here is joined by charlie mariano on alto sax richard davis on bass and on this song hank jones is on the piano so here's elvin jones with phantasm (laughs) 